0: It's the this is another episode of the Annoyed Not Offended podcast. For people who are never in a bad mood, everyone else is just annoying, and I'm your host Sydney. Let's dive into what's getting under our skin this week. But anyway, hello, everybody. You are now tuned in for another episode of the Annoy Not Offended podcast. And you guys, I am your host, Sid, sharing the deets on what has me fed up this week. And this is a special episode. Mm. I might add, this is in celebration of 314 Day nationwide, March 14th is known as Pi Day, but in St. Louis, Missouri, it is 314 day in which we celebrate everything about this place. And joining me, I have some of the best and brightest of (laughs) my fellow St. Louisans who also happen to be friends of mine and I'm pretty sure this is the largest number of guests that I've had on one episode. But again, this is a special occasion and I am so happy to have everybody. Does everybody just wanna say their name really quickly? I'm sure people will try to put uh, names to voices, but go ahead.
1: I'm hi. Me. Locked in, you know, Big Nail, MJ, however you know, motherfuckers you know how to rock pop.
0: I'm Jazzy. Hello. I'm Krista Harris. Hi,
2: everybody. And I'm Gabrielle Hayes.
0: Okay. So thank you again, guys, for being here with me today. And just an FYI to all my non-Saint Louisans, you can definitely still listen to this episode and follow along and not feel like, oh my gosh. I have no clue what they're talking about. Like, you can definitely follow along and be completely aware of everything. But, you know, it's needed preparation. If you want to go get you some emo, some best soda, or wear your Air Force Ones, you can do all of that. But either way, we're going to jump right into it. So, you guys, I changed up my segments a little bit. I usually do my fed up or up segment but instead I'll be doing my so St. Louis segment. So I am going to test you guys' knowledge about St. Louis. Yes, look at y'all y'all like minute Jeopardy did not know. But it's a special occasion. So I want to switch things up and I'm not going to ask anything extremely difficult, but the questions are fun and you know just a little though you might a little bit off. I want you guys to play along as well, my audience and I'll give everybody the opportunity to answer the question. And by the way, there are no prizes. So please do not expect
3: anything.
0: (laughs) Don't expect anything. If you got the most answers, what have you, I have nothing. But thank you for being here. That's it. Starting off with the first question. This is the longest road in the St. Louis area, running nearly 30 miles through north, south, and central St. Louis. What is the road? It's
2: either West Florissant or Limburg. Or Limburg, yeah. Or
1: West Florissant, it's, I say it's gotta be West it's Florissant. Be West Florissant, West or West
2: Florissant
0: so, what y'all going with? What y'all think? Both of them. <laughs> Both of <All> them. <right>. Um. <laughs> okay, so you had one. You had it correct. It was not West Florissant. It is, in fact, Limburg Boulevard. Yeah. You know, Limburg runs oh. through North County. St. Louis, all the way to the south side. Always traffic, if you're not from here, for no damn reason. That
2: motherfucker, thank oh. right, I got anxiety thinking no. about it. I
0: got into an accident on Lindbergh. <laughs> 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 That's
2: why I don't drive on Lindbergh. Nobody, uh, nobody yeah.
0: wants to, but you have to, because it's everywhere. You can't get away from Lindbergh. That's the thing.
3: Mm-hmm. And then a county is the place with all the food places. Yeah. Yes.
0: Where. Yes, unfortunately.
3: Moving on
0: to our second question. This is a little bit harder. But in 2000, Nelly released his classic album and debut single, Country Grammar. On which street in North St. Louis was he cocked ready to let it go while filming the music video for the song?
1: Well, on First <laughs> shit like that. Yeah.
0: I'm trying
1: to put no oh, Fairground, boy. Hey, I think bro was on fur or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I it was like
0: in fair. North St. Louis. So think of like St. Louis City, Kings yeah. Highway area.
1: Nigga, fur on the north side. What you mean?
0: I, okay, so your answer is Fairground? No,
1: I didn't say fur man. I yes. said fur.
0: Fair. Okay. Anybody else? <laughs> Chris I yeah, like, how old was I?
1: Know. <laughs> it My was 2000, brother. so we yeah. were young.
0: Yeah. We were like children. He mentioned it in the song.
3: He
2: does. He the Summ Street
3: baby, ready
2: to that, let man.
1: it go, shimmy shimmy him. Cocoa Bull. Why that one Wait, part like the out the... Wait, start I can't get that part in my
2: head. For me, a, I got to sing the
1: whole motherfuckin' song. So <laughs> I, don't, don't, I don't remember that.
3: Summ, <laughs> Summ, baby. Marcus Ave? Ready have? to let it go, shimmy shimmy
0: Okay, so I hear Fair, I Marcus, Marcus Ave, any, any other street.
3: It's somewhere it. no, that That no, one lyric is a blur. Guy ain't to be drove indefinitely.
2: Right, well, it's
3: gonna take my St. Louis card. What you say, KP? Labody.
2: KP, come through, yes. Labity Avenue. Oh, okay. That makes
0: sense. I, he probably you know, looked I, it up. I was y'all
3: finna
2: say it. Come on. Hey, come
1: on. <laughs>
0: But that was that was a little tough. I was looking this up and I'm like, okay, I
1: don't know this. But you looked it up. You acting like you just blew off grip when you made up the question.
0: <laughs> Whatever. But okay, okay. We are well known for again, KP brought this up earlier: fried rice, thin crust pizza, and toasted ravioli. What Chinese specialty dish is only available in St. Louis?
1: St. Oh, oh. yeah, Paul. Oh, oh,
0: okay, okay. I'm,
1: I'm up, was I'm up KB, I was we, quick. We up to one, though, just, you know what I'm saying, so y'all know. No, no I,
0: gifts. No gifts. I don't, no <laughs> I don't know about
1: none of that. I'm trying to win. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
0: for those who don't know, a St. Paul sandwich, it's an egg full young patty with, like, white bread, mayo, and lettuce into mayo. I don't. I never get it because I don't like eggs, but my mom gets them. So good. I can right. Anything greasy from Chinese place is good. Okay, so. <laughs> This I feel like this is an easy question. Bradley Beal and Jason Tatum are among the best in the NBA and also natives of St. Louis. What all boys college preparatory school did they attend? Shine on okay, nice. Look at y'all. That was
1: you really You Should have asked where they from because a lot of like, I yeah, just people don't know that. They, I just found out they're from U City. Now I don't even like that yeah, you're not nah, you. oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh.
0: MJ's views do not reflect that of the podcast I'm by you city man, people man. you good with me thank you very much thank
1: we, you we used to get a tour with them we used to play against them in high school
0: i feel like we got into it with everybody <laughs> okay so this is the last and possibly hardest question on the song welcome to atlanta remix by jermaine dupree featuring the saint lunatic himself Murphy Lee states, St. Louis, the truth like Sojourner. Don't need a burner. We learn from Ike Turner. Can anybody finish the next two verses? First off, he
1: need to be in jail for mentioning Ike
4: Turner. He said, we learn from Ike Turner.
1: (laughs) I thought I told you you don't cross that bridge without permission from the St. Go to the next?
0: It is. I'm glad you sang it. I'm glad you sang it. Oh, God. <laughs> but okay, you guys, that was it for the so St. Louis round. I feel like y'all did good. We're very much sa- informed St. Louisans, you know. We're very aware. I like. <laughs> I know. I did
1: not know Nelly shot that on the lab. That's crazy. Mm-hmm.
0: He did. He did. I'm gonna go out there today. Go see. i peeps I'm Gonna roll down. Only one after. <laughs> No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But anyway, we are moving on to the main segment, which I have titled Arching the Narrative. Again, all of us are St. Louis natives, born and bred right here in the city. And we're older now, but I feel like, you know, we've seen a lot. We've seen a lot and we've seen the city go through so many different changes. And In a way, we're still thriving and moving along in St. Louis, USA, you know, Middle America, especially as black people. And again, I asked you guys to be here because everybody touches on different fields, music, entertainment, education, journalism, mentorship, and activism. So I'm definitely excited to see you guys' perspectives of St. Louis, including the positives and the negatives along with what changes that you like to see throughout the city. Cause you know, I feel like we can do, we can do better. We can put more back into it, but it's going to take time. So again, I want to reiterate that we're all 20 somethings. We native. So don't come saying, well, blah, blah. No, we from here. We know and quiet as kept. I feel like the city has molded us in some aspect, like, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, And I think that's why me personally, like, I love St. Louis, and I love where I'm from, even though it's certain aspects, like the traffic on Lindbergh, uh, just horrible parking. They're always doing construction on 70. Certain things like that are, like, very much my pet peeves. but it's stuff I feel like I can get over. And funny enough, we're the underdogs. Like, you know, I feel like St. Louis is very much the underdog city. Like, you always hear about Missouri in general being a flyover state, and
1: it is the, too. <laughs> I,
0: Well, Missouri, but St. Louis as a city, we are here. Like, you cannot you know, come deny that.
1: Listen, man, don't do that. You know, this, this shit, like DC. Like, we are our own entity. You don't be like, oh, DC is like DC is DC. St. Louis is St. Louis. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Geographically it's in Missouri, but we don't fuck with Missouri. Missouri don't fuck with us. Everybody know that. But I like I, I feel like I feel like with, like with you take the good with the bad, you know what I'm saying? Like that same, that same underdog jacket that they try and put on us, that's what put the chip on our shoulder. That's how you get a Brad Bill or a Jason Tatum. Cause you know what I'm saying, before we before we seen them, the last person to make it to the league. Will, like, we knew about, it was before our generation was Larry Hughes, you know what I'm saying? Last person we seen really blow up. I just had this conversation last night. Like, it's been 20 years. Like, like Nelly came in in 2000 and kicked the door down. We ain't seen nobody as big since. Now why, I can't tell you. And then quiet as is kept, like you say, the politics in the city. It's a love-hate thing with with, with Nelly and, you know what I'm saying, motherfucker be be because. Like it a, it be it be so much. It like I feel like it's more trauma based than anything. You know what I'm saying? And that's what motherfuckers don't want to talk about. Some people mm-hmm. not in liberty to talk about, mm-hmm. or can't really articulate or express. But it's like it's it's a lot of pain in the city. You know what I'm saying? But it like like you said, it molds us in a way to where it's like it's either gonna mold you or fold you. So it's like you can be as great as you want to be, mm-hmm. or yes. you can use it as an excuse to stay stuck in the cycle. But and I, I mean, like-
0: that's definitely true. But still, I feel like we still have those people that are coming out despite it because like Metro Boomin, for instance, everybody want to think he's from Atlanta. He's from St. Louis. And he reiterates this time and time again. Like, I am from St. Louis. I come back. I'm trying to do this stuff. He's never denied that fact, but people just don't associate him with St. Louis for some reason. And that in itself just denotes to how... They like, oh, well, even then, it's not that big of a deal where other cities is more so like, oh, this person is the face of our city. Like we stand behind them 10 toes deep. And even then, I feel like outside of even the entertainment sector, people fail to realize the city is trying. I feel like trying to rebuild and rebrand in a certain way, because even then we're becoming an innovation for the tech sector like even the Cortex Innovation Center it's literally been featured on Forbes and they operate about 425 startups. And even then, back in 2014, we all saw Ferguson and we all saw how it mobilized the Black Lives Matter movement. Like we did see the Black Lives Matter movement come about with the killing of Trayvon Martin, but I feel like with Ferguson, it was like, oh, we taking
1: off? I feel like I feel like the media tried to they tried to take the narrative and, and make it fit their agenda like even mm-hmm. even with just making it a Ferguson thing like bro that's St. Louis you know what I'm saying but they but they took it and made it to where once it hit national news and widespread coverage and all it like mm-hmm. it didn't, it stopped being about Mike after that you know what I'm like after after a certain amount of time it just started mm-hmm. being about Oh, this, and then not even knowing, that ain't even the worst part of this, that's the county. You feel me? Like it's so, so I feel like we, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The, the type of gangster shit we be on, we took back that, like we took back our power and it turned up and let them know like one, y'all not finna get this shit off again. Two, like it ain't, it, it's Ferguson, but we we St. Louis, like it, mm-hmm. it's it's all bad that that's what had to happen for, you know, for us to see that camaraderie and come together, but it like, I feel like it was a necessary evil, so to speak, because Mike Brown not the first. You know what I mean? Like, that's been going on in North City. Yeah, for but sure. But I feel like that's that's kind of what it took for, for us to be heard. You know what I'm saying? But I just didn't like how the media tried. Because I wasn't in St. Louis at that time. I was around. I got to see white people react to that. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. was frustrating. I was fighting every day behind it, like, mm-hmm. because, you know, they they just getting it off of CNN. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, I'm I'm from there. Like, I, my mama live five minutes away from there. Like, bro, you don't know what you're talking. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I feel like we just got to keep fighting the way we've been doing. Like, the owner of Twitter from St. Louis, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. we, we do all kind of big dog shit, but we just a hidden gem. And our city is such a small market that, you know, we gotta fight, and like that's why we scrappy. you got that chip on our shoulder. We gotta fight for everything we get because, mm-hmm. like you say, Metro boom is one of the pioneers of the biggest music waves in the biggest musical city, in the mm-hmm. biggest hip, in the biggest genre in music. But don't nobody wanna, you know what I'm saying? Don't nobody wanna show the blue no love now. Why it's like that? I can't really tell you. <laughs> it is it's frustrating. It's definitely uh-huh. frustrating for sure. And
0: two. One thing I was going to say again, going back, you guys all touch different facets, again, being in education, mentorship, journalism, and mass media. And one thing I was going to ask is just, Whether it be in that space or just growing up, can you guys share an experience that you've had in St. Louis that has been like, unlike anything else you've been anywhere? Because we've all traveled and we've all seen different things. Is there anything here that you just want to reiterate that you really feel like this is the selling point or this is just what I myself love to experience and love about St. Louis? (laughs) Like how everybody thinking.
2: There's
3: a lot that could be said about St. Louis and now like my thoughts are kind of all over my place. He took it back to 2014 with the Mike Brown stuff and everything else. And I do remember that most definitely because that was my first year I entered into college at Mizzou, which is definitely a predominantly white institution that had its own line of issues going on. Mm-hmm. And um, they did most definitely recreate a narrative um, via media that wasn't necessarily what was going on. If you lived in St. Louis or were from St. Louis, I found myself defending St. Louis a lot. Um, within my first year, to just random peers, and then also, you know, at the time my major was broadcast journalism. But also to those people who are in the newsroom, like telling these stories, um, that definitely just brought like a whole bunch of other thoughts um, yeah, to my right. head, listening to him speak about that. But we're going to keep it positive from that. We'll get back to that later. Um, I know when I was younger, I hate like to see what it looks like now, but the Mills Mall used to be a real like hot commodity. And I know that sound real childish, but I'm sitting thinking like, dang, my seventh and eighth grade year was like real lit. <laughs> Because that was the place that all, like, you could go with your teen friends. You could go play golf. You could go ice skating. um, oh, yes. NASCAR, the movies and stuff like that. And then it was kind of like in a public environment. So your mama, it feels like she was dropping you off at a <laughs> shop house. <laughs> like, something crazy might happen to you. And I feel like, you know, we got into trouble at the meals, you know, once every blue moon. But for the most part, it was something for us to do yeah So we were more constructive and i feel like that's one thing st louis can improve on moving forward in the future we definitely need more things here to like engage our young people because now all they got is social media and it's almost like the generation right below us is kind of when all the kid activities went out the window So now you got all these young people around here with nothing to do, but make up ideas in their head
0: and they can go. Come through mentorship, come through. (laughs) And even then, Kristen, I was going to ask, like with you working in education at Harris Stowe, what about just you know Harris Stowe is the only HBCU in the St. Louis like how do you guys even go about promoting that in
3: the uniqueness that St. Louis brings to education so I mean and that is the thing that we promote the most it is the only HBCU in St. Louis is one of two um in Missouri and I'm not sure even why Harris Stowe is kind of like slept on so much I feel like now we're in the process of like changing their narratives you know for the longest time Harris Stowe has a very storied past you know it changed names a lot of times it didn't become an official university until 2005. So now it's kind of like reiterating the storyline that you can't come to Harrisville and do more than become a teacher. We do have Greek life. We do have 40 different organizations. But you know, for the longest people thought of that, kind of like, you know, as the small school that you went to if you couldn't go away. But now that I like work there and be seeing the students and stuff like that, I'll be thinking like, that. I really should have went to HBCU. Mm-hmm. because the camaraderie um the family-centric environment the fact mm-hmm. that it's way like more one-on-one with professors and stuff like that and you know i come from a zoo so seeing it is like night and day
2: yeah. so yeah definitely
3: working on um trying to persuade more students to come to harris so and if you're a student and you hear this podcast <laughs> okay so consider coming there Club.
1: yes
0: I love it. And I was going to say, Gabby, who works in journalism. Gabby, I know you do an, an amazing job of really placing an emphasis on being from St. Louis and how much it has invoked your love of storytelling and broadcast journalism. And now that you're at PBS, in what way are you really just excited to put St. Louis <laughs> to the forefront of the stories that you're telling?
2: Yeah, I think that's an important question. Um, I'm from North City, and growing up, I never really felt like our stories were told the right way, right? Or that people always wanted to show up in our community when something bad happened. But we have a lot more to offer than that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... That was really frustrating. And so I got to grow up and see certain black people on TV um, telling our stories. And I wanted to be a part of that. And so I'm excited to be back and I'm excited to be in journalism because um, I think that we haven't been able to tell our own stories for a long time. And in the way that they deserve to be told. Um, And we see that especially in times where the city is hurting, that we have, as you all have said, people who not even from here come and tell. Mm -hmm. all kinds of things (laughs) that are not even remotely close to the truth and that's hurtful you know for people who live here so um I I want to be a part of giving our city a chance to tell its own stories and so that's how I go into it no matter what story I'm doing that it's not about me um it's about letting people tell their own story and so I think that's the best way to go about it.
0: And I like that for sure, because even then we have such a growing market because I feel like people mm-hmm. just see the opportunities that are available here, even with my podcast. And I'm like, OK, you know, let me get into more of like reaching out and collaborating with other people. And there's like a good amount of people who are in podcasting in St. Louis who mm-hmm. place the emphasis on being in the region and telling stories about people who are from here and who are doing good and two like kp and mj you guys are in entertainment working in music i feel like if anything the music industry is hard to break into and then on this local level with st louis you know it's always this tagline of you know people don't support us People don't support local artists. People just want to support Cal- what's already high and what's popular. Can you guys speak to that?
1: That shit Kel. Cal- like, I give, I give, no, nah, because you, my fault, KP. I don't know if you had something nah, to say. No, you're good. Like, you're
4: good. I'm I, listening. I'm open. Oh, really. Good. I, I
1: really I really, really hate that narrative because I didn't start doing music in St. Louis. I started doing music when I was in Japan. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And um, like, like the only reason that it was able to pick up traction was because of the love I was getting back home. You know what I'm saying? And so I didn't believe it. Like my mom, my mom, my dad, even KP was hitting me like, bro, we." we rocking with you. And I'm in, I'm on a whole nother continent, so I'm just not, my mind not dirt. And so when I came home in 2019, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's niggas that I know I didn't beat up back in the day, or <laughs> they got it to you know, like like it's, you know what I'm saying? I see them at a quick trip, I'm mm-hmm. clutching. And they they greet me like, bro, your shit hard, you And I'm like, bro, that don't, if you really from the land, you know it don't, it don't happen like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, people could know, Exactly who you is, and I not say nothing to you. They probably was just listening to you, but they not go. They not gonna come up off of it when they see. you.
2: Mm-hmm. So right.
1: for me to see something like that, you know what I'm saying, and in, in, in a neighborhood that I'm not even from, and I ain't, I didn't like it. it just I, like it do be the the hate shit going on, and that's that's just politics. But as far as like, I feel like the mass majority, if 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 you got something that we can rock with, we gonna mm-hmm. get behind it. If not, then. You know, you just another whatever, whatever. So I feel like yeah. I feel like there really be people in they feelings saying that type of shit because you mm-hmm. can't tell somebody how to support you. Like support mm-hmm. is if even if somebody just listen to it, that's support you got You just got a stream, bro. Like what you right. mean? To, like I feel like that's a that's a slight to the city to say, oh, mm-hmm. don't nobody support this, that, and the third. Like no, you you gotta support yourself. And then mm-hmm. if. We from, this to show you, you know what I'm saying? You gotta show mm-hmm. my how you want it how you you gotta make the respect how you rock and ain't nobody just finna get behind you because you decided you woke you woke up and now you wanna rap. Like no, nah, <laughs> that's not how they go.
4: That's what it, it, it definitely be like that a lot. And uh, and when I hear that statement a lot, I I always go back to a lot of creatives' pages or whatnot and see where they going wrong get and why they don't get the support that they're getting. A it's the marketing. You feel me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's first thing. Really, it's the music, more than likely. People just it's not sticking like that. I mean, I'm just being honest. In most no, people, no go off,
0: is, KP, go like, off.
4: A lot of people nowadays and like how music how music is going with social media, it's a lot of people that's not musically inclined that's getting a lot of shine or becoming stars overnight. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they were either A promoting themselves good or in a good situation. With somebody that was backing them financially, or mm-hmm. they knew somebody that you know, it's either one of the three, you know. So I just tell a lot of people, man, you just gotta, you just gotta analyze what you're doing wrong, you know, how you go about your art, and, and just promote it better. That's all I could really tell people. And then if not that, man, just try to try to get better with your music. That's
0: mm-hmm.
4: music is, is 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 is. I feel like that's one thing where everybody can have an opinion and then not be right you know because everything doesn't stick with everybody like
0: yeah
4: i probably like little punk don't like little punk you know I'm <laughs> just, I, I'm just, I don't listen to little punk it's just like yeah. that now like to yeah. where everybody can 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 have their lane inside now so it's like hey you just and gotta I, get in where you fit in
0: and that's the yes that is the point that matters get in where you fit in you should not be trying to touch everybody in a way because that's truly inauthentic you know you should have a specific market that you're trying to reach in any aspect and I think people tend to overlook that then they want to ride back on that tagline that I said before oh I'm not getting any support oh and it's like well you know to me it sounds like you're doing it for the wrong reason because if you're going about it
1: talk your shit (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 hey, no,
0: if you're going really, about man. it in the right way those people will come to you you will find those opportunities because you know all again i feel like all of us um despite everything else we've come in we've done different things we have went to college like we've even gone places and came back like there is still some sort of appeal here that has people even coming here that are transplants that are not from the city thinking you know what I could put some stuff into this I can change it around a bit like and I and it takes a while I feel like to come into that full circle but it truly does happen and one thing I was going to say too is as much as I love the city. And again, we all touched on this a little bit. We still have problems, but that's like anywhere else. And I often think it would be better if we did not But you know, that's that's a little far-fetched. You can't go anywhere that's just completely unproblematic and unbiased. And there are definitely real issues that need to be addressed here, including education, jobs, segregation, racism, crime. And I know one thing that I hate, and hate is a strong word, but I was very frustrated with it. Again, being from St. Louis, I've worked at the St. Louis Zoo. I've gone to Cherokee, hung out downtown, um, even hung out on, what is that, right along the riverfront, ride motorcycles with people from the east side, had no business, but we're (laughs) not going to get into that. But still,
1: oh, you was on that okay, okay. But
0: still, I have seen so many aspects of the city, and one thing that I personally disliked was the trolley, the loop trolley located (laughs) in Delmore. That was the dumbest thing they could have
2: ever done,
0: and it doesn't run.
1: Just,
0: uh,
4: just I've no it. I have never you
0: seen guys, it. Literally, you guys, I researched it. It has only operated from it operated from literally November 2018 to December 2019. And according to KTVI Fox 2, they have even requested an additional 1.26 million dollar grant to restart the operation on top of the 51 million dollars they already spent to literally construct it and develop the whole plan like that to me there are so many other avenues that that money could have went into yet they bro. chose to make that you
4: said it was fifty mil.
0: let me I, i've never 51 seen that million.
4: It don't even matter that's a lot <laughs> a lot of stuff going you know yeah. and, and, and back to it um i'm sorry is it kristen <laughs> I'm weak. I don't know the na- yeah, okay like you yeah, <laughs> said something about um like how the kids on a, on their phones a lot, like for like mm-hmm. 50 mm-hmm. mil, you could, you know, make more recreational centers for for, for kids to do their activities outside mm-hmm. of just being on the phone and TikTok and Instagram and you know, just trying to be the most popular person on the internet, you know, when mm-hmm. after you get off off after you log off the internet, you have to come back to reality and
0: yes. Mm-hmm.
4: You know, a lot of people don't, you know, want to deal with reality for some reason these days. But I, I guess, you know, see so just <laughs> or
2: hey, maybe you put it into the school system.
0: Yes, because did you guys see the article? Well. I have to go back and research again, but did you guys hear about Sumner? How Sumner yeah. is literally the um, oldest high school in Western St. Louis, yes, that mm-hmm. allowed blacks to come in. And my grandmother went to Sumner. Mm-hmm. And when I tell though. you she loved that high school, yeah. she used to go to her Roundup Ooh. faithfully, take yeah. her little money into the alumni association. Like the I feel like the older generation in St. Louis, they have such strong ties to the city yeah. that you don't see from a lot of, like, younger people.
1: Mm-hmm. Now you know why Murphy Murphy Lee shouted out, I turn in, and, and, and then, like, like, I turned and went to something, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's like, where he
0: met Tina. Oh, God,
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's my that's my turf, you know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. Tandy Park, something, that's where I had my first mm-hmm. fist fight at. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, that's definitely, like, like that's near and dear to my heart, my whole,
2: Mm-hmm. The whole gang went to summer. <laughs> like, I think they voted to keep it open, though, last week.
0: Yes, luckily, but it's still like, when you that's think major.
2: of
0: it's major because mm-hmm. a lot of those buildings and things that have historical context here are so mm-hmm. endangered of closing being demolished and apartments or other things being put up. And it's, I don't feel like that's necessarily a bad thing, but that takes away from the rich history that we have here, like with things about Chuck Berry, even Josephine Baker, like I don't get why the city doesn't play up on those aspects as much. Like why how do we fail to capitalize on that? Whereas if you go to other cities, it's like you can distinctly associate certain people with the city just just because you know their impact, whereas you come here, and it's kind of like you guessing like, "Oh, wait, they from here.
1: And then, like 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 how you said like it's it's schools closing down all over the city. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They to the point where they merging some schools. Like I I yeah. remember when um, you know what I'm saying, when Wells to shut down and but take but child building trolleys and shit, like come on, bro, What right. what is going on? Like what like we can't do nothing with that. It's it's kids out here at at, at risk for gun violence and all type of, you know what I'm saying, real life situations that Mm-hmm. Motherfucker want to kind of sweep up under the rug but then it's like oh I, I don't know man it's i feel like i feel like that's where like i was i kind of had my my reservations about voting you know what i'm saying because my personal emotions of just being black in america i feel like okay well vote not gonna save me like it ain't gonna save my life but mm-hmm. at the same time i do see a, another side of the game now that I'm older and I see mm-hmm. that there's people pulling these strings like we got some say so on where that money goes. you know what I'm saying like we definitely can rally together and, and, and get the bullshit out of the way and, and get stuff that we really need as a resource in this city education and safety of the children being on mm-hmm. the top of that list
0: and again I feel like There are, there is a pool of people that are working to get these things started. Even for instance, shout out to a Kristen for starting her scholarship, the Spirit of St. Louis scholarship, where they are looking to have people donate so they can give scholarships to students at Harris State. And when you think about that, like just the impact that they can have on a student, you don't know what people are going through. Out here and a student can be looking like you know what I'm really trying to further my education I want to go here and do this and then potentially bring things back to the city like again with having your community love you and come back you still have to put things back Mm -hmm. into it like you just can't take 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 and that's something that I feel like we're seeing being constantly done and at this point in time people are more so taking that veil off and being like you know what Oh, way not working. We're going to have to step up, make some changes. Even shout out to Cori Bush. You know, she's doing her thing, stepping up to the plate, speaking out. She's not being complacent with anything that they have to say about Missouri or St. Louis. I feel like... But
3: even that, think about she She's like the first Black woman, you know, the first Black woman, Congresswoman. And was this, 2021 now? I feel like that's one thing that I don't necessarily um care for about St. Louis. For the most part, we know Missouri overall is more... um red and blue but without getting too political Mm -hmm. um i think that's part of st louis's problem and i think that's why we have millions of dollars going to unfinished trolleys and not to more centers and things for youth and for underprivileged kids Mm -hmm. um things like that so i think it really starts with people like cory bush and even with cory bush you know st louis went crazy for her and everything else but it really does take that because we don't even see like all the blocks that they're facing and oh yes great she's probably yeah. in their room we got to think about all these other people she in this room with their ways of thinking that's been passed down through life because the decision makers That's the one weird thing about St. Louis to me that I will say I think we need to work on more than, um, well, everybody needs to work on it. But here it's really problematic for us, even in talking to people that move here. It's a very um, extremely segregated city. Still, Um, yeah. There are still places you can go to and literally see all black people and places you go to and literally see all white people. And, you know, for it to be 2021, like we were just talking about the stuff that happened with Mike Brown. And although that storyline got you know, twisted and turned in a lot of different ways, at least it started the conversation um, about racism and diversity and inclusion. So I feel like even though we talked about it in other places, it was talked about and some action was taken on it, here I feel like it always be kind of a little bit harder for us to really like get to the action part. Mm -hmm. Like we can talk Mm -hmm. about it, we out, we protest and things like that. And the people who make these decisions and sit there and pretend like, um, they're listening to us or that they're going to come up with some actionable items to get these problems resolved so that everybody kind of go back in the house and it's not a big disruption thing anymore but then the moment everybody do go back in the house it just all kind of disappear and nothing really stays the same and two weeks later now the biggest thing we got to talk about in St. Louis is still the unfinished trolley. But I thought that was interesting too that they were really like demanding this money like a couple of weeks after because initially they were saying they were going to close somewhere completely so it's like we can't ask for the money I really petition to keep like a historic school open, but we gonna petition for a trolley that was already open and unsuccessful. But now we are gonna put some more money back into it on a place where people predominantly walk in anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's just a little strip Elmo, but mm-hmm. neither here nor there. I mean, and it's definitely. I mean, Kristen, you you've
0: made a great, great, great point, and again, it just reiterates that fact that we have to come together more so as a community to mobilize and get actionable. Because one person cannot do it on their own. It does start with somebody, but that person still has to go around, get support, help each other out. And we're not saying that their support is not there. We're just saying that there still has to be some sort of epiphany by everybody. Like, this is not just the ideal way of life. We have our fault and we have our like positives, but if anything, don't get so stuck in those small, like little glimmers of light that you get distracted from the real issues that are at hand that people face. Like you still have to um, come back to that. And like on the last thing that I wanted to get into is funny enough, like we all agree St. Louis is a city like no other. And I have never heard of another city having their own day. Like, even the premise of 314 Day, Darn. we did. It is such, I loved it. I love how we stand on that boldness, like, pie day. What? I don't give a <laughs> damn about no pie. Boy,
1: if you so ass inside of your face. It is like literally
0: 314 Day. This, like, you see it on a local level. You even see nationally people shouting us out, people of more... Uh, prominent positions who are from here like yes this is my city and it's great to see and I was just gonna like ask you guys how we go through the lengths to celebrate the host of like creativity community community and artistry here what other ways can we like just elevate 314 day or how can we really use this time to you know like come together more so like you know, the e- the EMO's pizza pictures and Cardinals hats and everything else is cute. Get your white castles and so forth, but it's like it's still more to it, you know? It,
1: yeah, it's, it's really than that. It's way more really than that. Like that pride, that sense of pride. That's that like that's the conception of that come from everything that we speaking to right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, being proactive and not reacting, not depending on the system. You know what I'm saying? Not being able to trust police not being like you know what i'm saying it, like everything all of these hardships that we go through that kind of make us go out in the world and, and want to be successful because of the, opp- the lack of opportunities or you know we getting stifled or it's it's people in positions of power who don't look like us don't care nothing about us so so it's like it, it's deeper than just you know the the festivities and the fanfare and the and, chinamen and the, the emos like nah that's just you know that's mm-hmm. that's like sprinkles on that's that's sprinkles, but when you get to the meat and potatoes of what's really going on, we really got something to say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got we got um, a real story, like like mm-hmm. said, and that like I feel like three one four day is an extension of us taking back that power and and changing the narrative to where we telling you what it is. Fuck what you heard on the news. Fuck what mm-hmm. you heard in the news. Like the culture is that was twenty years ago, bro. The culture is so far removed from that. It's a bit darker around this time. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like you get to see, you get to see the the differential between before Mike Brown and then post Mike Brown. You get to see the differential between you know a post Trump America. Like when I when I left Japan and came back home, even though I'm from here like you back in the belly of the beast it was a culture shock you know what i'm saying as soon as i touched down police tried to kill me so it's like it's, it's it's a different it's a it's a world within a world you know what i mean and i feel like that's really what it's about it ain't it ain't just about like yeah we you know what i'm saying we used to mono and do all that like but yes <laughs> it's, it's so much really than that it's so much really
2: i think it also goes back to what you said said about There's something that always brings us back because I feel like all of us in a way have left. We've gone to other countries and cities and somehow we find our way back. And I think that speaks to the pride of 314 Day, right? Like it's something about our city that makes us want to come back and not only come back, but do the work right like we we know that our city has issues every city has issues but i think in a way we all have found a way to be a part of the solution whether it may not be big and it may not be like this huge thing but each of us in our own way pushes the needle a little bit Mm -hmm. um and I think that that's important and I think that that's why we love our city so much because not only we figure out a way to support each other but we figure out a way to create change even if it's in the smallest way even if it's a scholarship or it's a you know like breaking into an industry no matter what it is like we find a way Mm -hmm. um and I think that's what makes today really special
0: and I love that anybody else have anything to add I see people getting ready to
3: say come on. Chris. Um, I think a dope event <laughs> for
2: the future.
3: And of course I ain't gonna be the one to pull this together. I'm gonna just throw it out there for whoever might hear this though. Um but like a literal 314 day like parade type thing because it's so mm-hmm. many entrepreneurs in St. Mm-hmm. Louis. So just think about if everybody like with a podcast, with a clothing line, who was into music, even who was in the news and stuff like that. For real, for real, even um police officers who are willing like whoever to have different tables. Set up like in this Grand area or whatever. It could be a station with like kids' activities. It could be a history station with like all the famous people um mm-hmm. who are from St. Louis and even what they've contributed back into St. Louis. If nothing else, that at least give people props who have contributed and don't feel like they got those props. Or it might encourage some more people who ain't doing nothing to be like, "Dang, it looks kind of bogus. I got all this money and i ain't giving it to my city."
0: And I mean that—that's a perfect way to put it because. Again, like, I feel like we are very much aware, but there are still a lot of people who are from St. Louis born and raised here that are just still sheltered from some of those things. I think we all are type of people that go out and seek that information and seek that knowledge. Like, you know what? I am behind 314 Day but. What else is there to the city? What else can I promote outside of my pride that really just enhances the city as a whole because even during my research, yeah, I knew like I knew Jar- George um nah, I forgot guys name, George Carter is that correct? George Carter invented peanut butter. Right? But he made it in St. Louis.
1: Oh, George Washington called on
2: me. Yeah. We he a made it a in film. St. Louis. Yeah, there's a school named after him on the north side. Why is this not it's promoted? Closed, but yeah, See? or like a day of service, like a day of service. Yeah, you know, like give back to our organizations because we have a lot of small, like orgs to do some major work, right? Yes, you could benefit from the whole city volunteering for a whole day.
0: Yes, there is so much to be done, and like Gabby said, you know, everybody's out there. Moving the needle just a little bit further along. But you guys, if you are from the city, give back, pour into your community just so you can see how well it we can flourish. You know, you can keep things in the back of your mind that you don't particularly like, but today might not be today. Think about what good you can do, if anything. And I was gonna say, you guys, that is it for this segment. We are going to move on to the last segment of the episode I feel like y'all gave some good pointers and tips you know hopefully my people out there with a notepad trying to be better you know writing Mm -hmm. this down so for the last segment we have you are drove so this is my (laughs) favorite segment of the show and disclaimer to my non-St. Louisans: drove is a term for when Things just don't work out the way you thought they would. You know, you you thought something was going to turn out on your behalf, and it just didn't work out in your favor. I like to say time and time again, everybody thought we had 2020 vision, and we did not. It was very blurry. A lot of stuff going on, but. We prevailed, but we were drove. So, good God almighty, Kirk Franklin apologizes after his son posts an audio of his heated phone call. So, I don't know if you guys saw this. It was all over Instagram, but Kirk Franklin apologized. It was released, <laughs> like, today, but he apologized after his son posted a recording of a heated exchange between them both in which... He cursed out his son. And everybody knows who Kirk Franklin is <laughs> Grammy award winning gospel artist. Yes, gospel. Cursed out his son. And his son took to Instagram for some reason whatever reason that may be to post the phone conversation along with a lengthy lengthy caption and in the video I don't even want, mm-hmm. I'm not going to re- re- like reiterate everything that he said but one thing he did say is that he would put his foot in his son's ass As and break his neck if he ever disrespected him and his son was just like you know you don't respect me whatsoever and the phone conversation ended And you guys, again, it was a lot in the phone conversation. And even the caption that he wrote, he just said, hey, I don't feel safe around my dad. And this just highlights the treatment that I've always faced from him. And, you know, Kirk Franklin, being the man that he is, and a little, I feel like he took this from Kevin Hart, because, you know, Kevin Hart he'd been down bad. I and mean, he has been having to apologize a lot. But kept, I mean, Kirk Franklin posted an apology to Twitter. And during his apology, he explained that, you know, our relationship has been rocky and that they tried to work through a lot of things and even, you know, took the initiative to be like, you know what, this truly doesn't reflect who I am, but it does show just the toxicity in our relationship and that we're really trying to work on it. But a lot of people were very much still like, it's already out there. You can't take that back. It ain't I it said.
4: They said that I was, was fine. Fine. They said that wasn't Kirk Franklin. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: his son 33?
0: Yes, out. now that's another thing that was very interesting to me. His son is not a teenager. His son is a fully adult man. He's he in his 30s. Well. Yeah, he needed his ass
1: He needed everything. Hey. <laughs> He like old you, say you a grown man trying to tell on your daddy just cause of who he is. Like, <laughs> like boy, I'll be so Like you, you, you probably need so A's whooped, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's 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 family business. Like I don't got no opinion on that, man. Like bro, that's the whole move, man. Bro was trying to he was trying to tarnish that man. And
0: he and you know what I think he did. Like in essence, they both were wrong and it should have been kept within the realm of the family and I do not now one thing I can say I do not endorse parents calling their kids out of their name any like whatsoever that's not something I feel like I'd ever go for at any age but you know if this is going to be a dispute between you and your father let it be and even then the son carrying he went back and did like a follow-up post. Despite everything that he said in the video he posted, he was like, please do not crucify my father. I'm not here to bash him.
1: That's true. Oh, uh, contradiction. No.
3: I was gonna say, I don't know, cause I'm definitely not an advocate of um domestic violence or verbal abuse <laughs> or anything like that, even from mm-hmm. a parent. But yeah. at the same time, working in education and with a wide range of ages, A couple of these kids
1: could have used
3: a little bit more discipline and I feel like disciplinary action has definitely gotten more lenient um, with this generation below us generation Z because they really don't care because I'm sitting here thinking about it now even if my mom or daddy would have cursed me out let me would have got posted that on Facebook I would have got beat just for that but I knew not to do no mess like that you know what I'm saying Mm. I don't know what the situation is, and I don't want to speak to it like too in-depth because I don't know what they have going on in their household. Mm -hmm. But if it was Kirk Franklin, you know, at least he stood up and apologized. I'm not going to take sides on either one because I don't know the situation. But also, you know, it's only now that it's becoming so outrageous the idea of like whooping your child. Back when we was coming up, that was like a common thing. And in all honesty, I feel like that's why our generation grew up with a little bit more common sense than this generation it seemed to be below us. If anything <laughs> if anything, I feel like there
0: just needs to be more of a balance of the tough look. I now that I'm older I can kind of see the implications when some people are like you know what I don't with my kids they necessarily go about really talking to their child and explaining you know these are the consequences I'm not gonna fold or bend to your whim however we're both we both not go step out of line I'm not going to disrespect you nor will you disrespect me And even then it's more so just open communication instead of I'm going to put my foot in your ass, which is what they would do back in the day. So I definitely agree. It just needs to be more of a balance. And it's sad to see them taking this out on each other on social media because I would never think like, yeah, I'm going to post my mama going off on me because what? Because even then, at the end of the day, they're still your parent. Just like he went back like, oh, I don't crucify my dad. Yeah, we not, but why even start this to begin with? We know you have love for your father and this is your parent, but why?
4: Let's see subconsciously, what subconsciously right he want to do that.
0: You said what, KP?
4: Subconsciously, he didn't want to do that. He was just hurt in the moment, you know. <laughs> Man. Oh me! I didn't have nobody <laughs> to talk to in the moment, you know. So he like he shit. Would,
3: he tried to do that, that thing. The two thirty-three still dead, able, and willing to throw a temper tantrum, and then yeah. the public temper tantrum like that, that. shows that they have
0: right. a lot to work on because he wanted to act like a child. Like you remember when you was little and you get in trouble and you like, okay, I'm going to pack my Mickey Mouse bag. I'm taking I'm my pillow. <laughs>
1: Right, right, right.
0: He took it to that extreme. And I hope Kirk Franklin and his son, I hope they work through whatever they got. Cause that seems like a lot to have going on, especially for Kirk Franklin to be such a godly man and of essence. Man. So get out of
1: here with that, man. Get out of here with that, man. All showbiz. Hey, <laughs> hey,
0: hey, 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 like KP said, he really is pliers when he at home and we just don't realize. Man,
4: really plies.
0: But you know what, you guys, it has been so much fun having all of you. That is it for this episode. Um, can you guys please let my audience know where they can find you guys at, whether it be like social media or any upcoming projects or events that you guys have going on?
4: Uh, everybody <laughs> can follow me on um, Twitter and Instagram Hyde Esco, H Y D E E S C O. And, you know, I'll be on Instagram. A lot, Twitter here and there, but you could really catch me on Instagram a lot.
2: So, um, you can find my Twitter and Instagram. I'm the Hour on both.
3: You can find um me on Facebook, cause as Sydney says, I'm old. I'm not cool enough to have a Twitter, so you can find me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> <As> Kristen Harris. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. It's, um I am Lizzie Harris. Three, two, one. And yes, as Cindy mentioned earlier, I am currently doing a scholarship. It's called the Spirit of St. Louis Scholarship in conjunction with my title um, that will benefit a student at Harrisville State University. So yes, please do feel free to hit me up. If you would like to partner or be a partner in any way, um, reposting, sharing, like all those things are free. So you don't have to necessarily give a monetary donation. You can still support it. Thanks, y'all. Um, I'm on a social media cleanse at the moment. Um, <laughs> but when I get back on, y'all can uh follow me on Twitter and I guess Instagram. I don't really post much on Instagram. Um, but at Jazzy Massey, J-A-S-S-E-Y, M-A-S-S-E-Y. and
0: Last but not least,
1: I that he got shady in here, then. Um, but no, nah, you you can find me on the gram. Uh, Big Nef, B I G N E P H underscore. Uh, I don't got no Twitter no more, I deleted that. But yeah, the only social media I got is Instagram. You can follow me on there.
0: Okay, and you guys know where to find us at, both on Facebook and Instagram, at AnnoyedNotOffended. But that is all for today's episode. It was so much fun having everybody, and y'all know what time it is. I'm going to do my little spiel at the end of this show. If you have recently come across any annoying experiences, email them to annoyed not offended at gmail.com so I can judge if you should be annoyed or offended. But that's it. Bye, you guys. Thanks for listening to Annoyed Not Offended with See It. Have a question or interested in sharing an annoyance of your own to be read on the show? Email annoyed not offended at gmail.com. Also, Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at not Offended for more hilarious content and updates on the show. And please, leave us a positive review on iTunes. Until next time, bye.